Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-605-6995. Immediately, that's 800-605-6995. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-605-6995 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-605-6995. That's 800-605-6995. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-605-6995 for your free author submission kit. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. We have a lot of fun here. This is the most exciting entertaining, and I'm going to say sometimes informative radio show on earth other than the alien shows that there's no way you can have a more interesting show than the alien shows while you're listening to them late at night in a storm driving driving across Nevada low on gas by yourself at 1 a.m. That's exactly, you can't beat that. Not that that it's ever happened. No, no, but you cannot beat (laughs) listening to one of those shows at that time period. I'm telling you, I've done that many a times, driven across the Nevada uh, late at night, midnight, 1, 2 in the morning, and when those alien shows are on and you're worried about staying awake and I'm drinking a, uh, a beverage that uh, has soda in it, that has caffeine, I don't need that stuff. That keeps me awake, the alien shows. Aren't you all of a sudden looking for weird light? I mean, you already see this dry lightning was coming across the sky, and yes. you're thinking, oh, man, please don't one of those turn orange and land in front of my car. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> no, please, I'm hoping. Where's, where's all the aliens that everyone talks about? I don't see one. Why don't they come see me? Well, they're in the studio now. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm your host, Fred Penny. We have Todd Cunin to my left and Denise Dirks to my right. Uh, we love being with you. Thank you for sharing your day with us. This is three hours of fun and three hours of absolute drilling down on a lot of interesting topics. Today, we're going to, uh, this, this hour, we're going to talk about uh, some frivolous or potentially frivolous lawsuits. Uh, about a fam- we're going to talk about a famous hockey Olympian that has been arrested. We're going to talk about an interesting part of the law which is coming up concerning the 2020 elections uh, and how it's going to affect the 2020 elections, where the 2016 elections, uh, there was some interesting things that happened in some 20 states or or electoral college states is what I'm going to call them. And we're going to discuss what the lawsuit was about and what the appellate court ruling was, because this may affect the 2020 uh, presidential race. So Probably going to go to the Supreme Court, don't you think? Yeah, it'll probably go to the Supreme Court, and that's why I'm doing a little tease for everybody out there. Sure. We're not going to tell you about it, 
But I'm telling you, it's very interesting. And then we're going to do the most famous thing, which we do is case or no case. We love Cal Hunter's uh, attempt to try to to make us look stupid, which Denise and I have thwarted that this Impossible. whole day. Impossible. And, and and Todd has fallen a few times, and that's okay, Todd. You can get right back up because Case or No Case is about to ready to be rolled. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! Well, in the mid-1990s, Pepsi-Cola had a promotional campaign. The campaign was simple. Buy Pepsi products, collect a bunch of points, Get yourself a free T-shirt, some sunglasses, some swag. Or, for 7 million Pepsi points, a Harrier jet. Sure beats the bus, said the actor in the commercial while landing on a campus in a computer-generated Harrier jet. That scene would later prove to be key. Pepsi's spot caught the eye of John Leonard, a 21-year-old business student at the time, who was only interested in one prize. People say, well, don't you want a T-shirt? And I say, when not when there's a Harrier out there for 7 million points. I'm in. I'm going to get me one of them bad boys. Mr. Leonard noticed some fine print. In place of labels, consumers could buy Pepsi points for 10 cents each. So he did the math, quickly figured he needed $700,000 to buy the Pepsi point he needed for the Harrier jet. Leonard hit the phones convinced five well-off investors to give him the 700 grand for this jet. And he sent the check. And he sent the points that he had collected. And he waited for the Harrier jet to arrive. I don't know if he thought in the mail, but I don't know. And he waited, and he waited, and he waited. When the jet never came, he sought legal counsel, which is why I ask you, Case... Or no case. And, Mr. Penny, I believe it is your opportunity to go first. And I want to go first on this one, Cal. Can I ask a question? What's the name of the guy again? I'm sorry. Don't tell you. I've got it right here. His name is John Leonard. (laughs) John Leonard. Right. No, Leonard. It wasn't Leonard. John Leonard, yes. John Leonard, 21 years of age, business student. Cal, this is so off the wall. This is clearly a case. (laughs) I'm going to say this is a case, and they win because... There's all these rules. When you do contests, there's these certain rules. And I'm sure there was a spin that Pepsi put on it of some sort that uh, you didn't, weren't able to bring up that was mentioned in the fine print. But I think they they were bright. He, said he was a college student that did business. I think they studied what was said in the fine print and realized they made a mistake and that they could get this Harrier jet. I guess they can argue, oh, well, here's a Harrier jet that is a model but what you said tipped me off when he said that commercial, when they watched it, that was a key, important thing. And I don't know what exactly was said on the commercial, but it sounded like maybe it said a Harrier jet. Um, I, don't, I don't know, some sort of Harrier jet uh, model. But I think they win. They don't get a Harrier jet, but they get the amount of money as to the value of a Harrier jet. So you think the uh, 21-year-old business student prevails in the, in they, the case yes, somehow? They, they oh. prevail, okay. and he and his partners get don't get a Harrier jet, but get the money equal to a Harrier jet. But you got, Fred, you got to admit, having a Harrier would be pretty cool. Yeah, you land it right <laughs> in your yard, man. You can land that right in the backyard, man. <laughs> All right, Todd, you're at Fred's left. What say you? Are you feeling harried? 
or Harry. So, so Fred's was yes, it's a case, and the business students win. Yep, business okay. student and their investors. And their investors win. Okay, yep. I, yep. Um, I'm going to say yes, it is a case, and I'm going to say the business student and the investors uh, lose their case to the extent they were seeking a Harrier jet or the functional equivalent thereof. They may get their 750000 bucks back from Pepsi or whatever, but they don't get the prize because Pepsi pointed out in the fine print that coupons or tokens or Pepsi points were non-transferable. If you had a Pepsi point, it had to be your own Pepsi point based upon an item that you had purchased. It was not transferable, so I couldn't get a Pepsi point and then give it to Denise so that she could amass the points. And oh, so maybe the investors, by buying the Pepsi points, were doing a transferal yes, thing. Yes, and, okay, and well, they, were, they were not allowed to do that, and so that yeah. violated the terms of the, uh, of the game. Interesting thought. Ms. Dirks, what say you? I have to say, Todd, that is brilliant. Isn't it? I think that's brilliant. I, I actually was thinking it was something in in the um, the fine print on the Pepsi site um, that was also flashed at the bottom of the commercial or whatever. I was thinking something like that as well. But just because I feel like maybe giving Todd a little help, I'm going to oh, say sympathy. I don't, no, no, I, don't, I don't want I don't want mercy points. We're both trailing Fred. You do. I'm going to transfer doing. my mercy to you. <laughs> I'm going to say that this is a scenario, but it's not a case. Hmm. By the way, uh, case or case, uh, case or no case points are non-transferable. <laughs> there you go. No, they are. I've, I've got the benefit of <laughs> Seth's. Yeah. Oh, that's true. But that was a different thing. He played for you, and he did not transfer them to from oh. one player to another. So I know that what's interesting about this, Cal, is there's very strict rules about when you run contests, what you can do and what you can't do, and what you can say and and and, and do, can and cannot say. I would be shocked, even though I went with what I went. I mean, went, duh, but even though I opined what I opined, I would be shocked if Pepsi's powerhouse lawyers messed this one up. Because you know it's got to go through the legal department, Cal, before it goes out, including the commercial. But I think the commercial was something that, that did something wrong that made them liable. Give us a call at 855-LAW-RADIO or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. We'll be right back to find out about case or no case. Stay tuned. Is the Harrier coming home or not? That's after this. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, 
warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Not all law firms have extensive experience in all areas of the law. It's wise to look for firms that have knowledge and understanding in your particular area of concern. So go to ProLawFirms.com. They have listings of attorneys in key areas of practice, such as family law, estate planning, personal injury, bankruptcy, and so forth. When you're looking for a lawyer that has extensive experience in your particular area of need, go to ProLawFirms.com. That's ProLawFirms.com. ProLawFirms.com is not a law firm and does not endorse or recommend any specific law firm. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P- E-N-N-E-Y-Lawyers.com. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty and Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to L-E-T-T-Y-N-Company.com. Lettyandcompany.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Go to the website, radiolawtalk.com. You can listen to the show there, and there's a lot of other good information, too. That's radiolawtalk.com. Looks like we're going to do case or no case. Remember, it was about the old 1990s Pepsi 
uh, little uh, game that they did, and Todd actually showed us that he received a he played the game in the 1990s and actually got a jacket. Good I have a you. I have a black leather Pepsi jacket. You do not. I do. Game. He and does, so he knows this. He yes. knows the game, and so the issue is. They promised with 7 million Pepsi points a Harrier jet and this brilliant John Leonard, the business uh, student, got some investors, sent the paid for $700,000 worth of Pepsi little points. Pepsi points yeah. and sent it in and said, send us our jet Harrier. And, and yeah. the issue was, and Cal threw this little nugget out, there was a commercial that showed a Harrier jet, and that is key. So, Cal, what Denise said and I said was, you said, the, I said this was a case. No, you guys were the same. Yeah, and I'm Todd and I said this was a case, and they win and get the, at least the Harrier jet, or they get the money. Uh, he says they lose. I, I, I said they lose. Okay. You said they win. And you said no case. Right. Okay. So, no, no, no case. So, Fred Penny says they win, and there is a case. Todd says they, says they lose. There is a case. And then Denise says no case at all. It's hmm. fake. It's a fake. Well, fake it's, it's interesting, isn't it? For those of you who say this was not a oh. case, would you please raise your hand? Thank you. And oh, Denise Dirks. Mm. You got slammed. Mm. All right, now Todd and I both say it's a case, so we got that. Todd says that the individual businessman and uh, their students are a lose the case. I say they win. Yeah, I, I said that they lose the case in that they don't get a Harrier or the equivalent. They may get their money back, but they, they don't get what they wanted. Which well, is the... uh, I'm glad you brought up both of those alternatives here. Pepsi's response was, the Harrier part of the ad was just a joke. Tens of millions of Americans and people around the world saw the spot. They got the joke and they laughed. Mr. Leonard saw the spot, hired business advisors, and decided to take legal action. So Pepsi went to court. They first asked that Leonard's claim be declared frivolous. Leonard prompted his own lawsuit once they said this claim is frivolous. And guess what? The lawsuit was dismissed on summary judgment. Oh, Pepsi so. said this is a frivolous lawsuit, and the judge looked at it and said, <sighs> duh. Did they appeal that or what? No, Did they get their 700000 back? I'm presuming so. I don't know. Oh we don't know that. Gosh. But we know that they lost the attempt to get the jet. And they didn't have me as their lawyer. Right. The so <laughs> I guess that's the problem. <laughs> so as I recall this now, Fred, you get one point out of yes. this. So you see how it was a case. And he said yep. no case, zero points. Todd said you, you it was a case. And what did you say? I said other? case and the students, businessmen lose. Well, you know what? You get two points out of that deal. All and right. that, ladies and gentlemen, is <laughs> case. Or no case. That was, yeah. that was a fun one. Thanks, Cal. That You're was welcome. excellent. Thank you. We're going to talk about uh, a famous hockey player in a minute, but i got to tell you about this suit. In May 2003, an individual in San Francisco sued Kraft Foods for putting trans fat in Oreo cookies. Now, let me repeat that. Sued Kraft Foods for putting trans fat in Oreo cookies. Now, there's a number of things in this world that are priorities in my life, you know. Faith, family, friends, business, Oreo cookies. cookies. Oreo <laughs> cookies. That's about fifth or sixth. If there's something I missed, you know, family, I mean, it's right there. And, and in fact, I have a son-in-law. Well, actually, I have two son-in-laws. And, and the two son-in-laws, their favorite thing to do is sit down and eat Oreo cookies. And they dip them 
in the milk. Sure. Uh, how many of you dip them in the milk? Now, I will not do that. To me, it gets gross. It's all, it's all floating on the milk. Oh. And, and so they do that. And here's the interesting thing. They will never use what? Double stuff. They will not. It is not appropriate to dip your Oreo cookie in milk if it's double stuff. Only this, the original. So it's yeah. weird as it sounds. Because because it's the cookie part of it that soaks yes, up the milk. Yes, I think. Okay, so this is a tradition in our home, and I'm not going to tell specifics, but I have a son-in-law that plays uh, in the NFL, so he can't he can't eat cookie Oreo cookies right now. So what's happened is. This sacred thing only occurs with my son-in-law, and now my son does it with him. So when I heard about this lawsuit, we had to discuss it. So he wanted an injunction. He actually brings us to court and tries to get an injunction to order Kraft to stop selling Oreo cookies to children. Not only does he say that there's trans fat issues, but he wants an injunction that they're going to stop selling Oreos to children. And talk about America. That is just, I mean, I, the flag waves when children eat an Oreo cookie. Are you serious? I'm serious as a heart attack. But once the media caught wind of this, apparently a big media blitz hit, he dropped a lawsuit. So, trans fats are still in Oreo cookies, and children are allowed to, to eat cookies due to the fact the media did something right for once and went out and pounded this guy. And I say it once. I, I absolutely mean that when I say that sometimes. And... Uh, we got our Oreo cookies back. You know, the best way to eat an Oreo cookie while dipping it in milk is to use chopsticks. Because you don't get it on your fingers and stuff. And you can put it in there and kind of bump it around. Then you go with the chopsticks. You pull it out and eat it. It is awesome. I also recommend <laughs> I also recommend eating cheese puffs, Doritos, anything like that with chopsticks. You don't get the orange stuff all over your fingers. Are, are you a person that when you get in the pool and your fingers start to get wrinkly that you hate that feeling? No. So you just hate stuff on your fingers? Yeah, I just, well, you know, it's just filthy. So, But suing Oreo over trans fats, like suing I, McDonald's for having beef in a burger, isn't it? I or mean, for having on. grease in their fries. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, on. look, look, I, I don't Their know. french fries are pretty good. I don't know that I agree with trans fats. I think when fat comes out, it's either good fat or bad fat. If you want to be a trans fat, that's a choice. It's not how you were born. Well, all I got, oh, my gosh. All right, we are going to talk about the law. We're going to talk about an interesting uh Arrest of a very famous Olympic ice skater and uh, the court's ruling that just changed how we might pick our president. That's all coming up. We're supposed to talk about it this time, but that was just too interesting about Oreo cookies. I had to digress. Cal, do you like Oreo cookies? Are you kidding? It's one of the reasons I used to weigh about 100 pounds more than I do now. That's what I do, too. I I like them, but they didn't like me. (laughs) I think we need to go out and eat an Oreo cookie after this. We'll be back. We're we're definitely going to talk about some more law. With a cold glass of milk. Oh. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) This is Radio Law Talk. We'll be right back. Hold on. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. 
I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376, that's 800-918-1376. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Oh, come on. Oh, stop it. Radio Law Talk. Now, back to the show. In 1980, it was a famous, those of you who are uh, uh, fairly young, there was the, called the Miracle on Ice Olympic team, and they beat Russia, uh, or the Soviet Union at that time. It was the Soviet Union, which was one of the most powerful hockey teams in the world that could not be beat. I mean, they just won time after time after time. Yeah, this was back when the United States was not sending any professional athletes to play on their basketball teams, hockey teams, anything. And it was suspected that the Soviet Union was staffing their teams with people that are professional caliber players and, and whatnot. And so basically, yeah, They're it, amateurs. Was, it was a bunch of college kids. And I mean kids that beat the Soviet Union in the semifinal round and then went on to beat Sweden for the gold. It was the uh, it was the Al Michaels iconic call, Do You Believe in Miracles? That was it, 1980. You couldn't you couldn't find anything more unifying for a country, especially right? given the Cold War. Disney made a movie out of it. Mm-hmm. There were, ESPN did a 20, one of those 30, 30, 30 deals on it. It is truly a remarkable story. Yep. And uh, those guys basically have been celebrities ever since. Yeah, and there's one by the name of Mark Pavlich, who was actually one of the key, even though he didn't, he didn't uh, score the goal, he was the one that assisted in two of the goals that won the game, the final game, yep. uh, or at least a couple of the final games, and it was Mark Pavlich, and he is uh, an icon and known, very well known, as a kind, nice man. Well, he just got arrested by assaulting a neighbor. Now, the interesting thing is the CTE issue we're going to talk about here. Here's Wait, a, what's CTE? CTE? It's like concussion. It's concussion. It's syndrome. called chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Encephalopathy. Yeah, it's 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 the it's the condition that a lot of football players are being diagnosed. The problem is you can only be diagnosed with it after you're 
dead because of the the only way they can tell if you really have it is to do a biopsy of your brain and and take a look at that. So uh, they're all diagnosed posthumously, but um, it it is the disease that has really spurred the concern over concussions in football. And I mean, look, hockey is a violent sport. It's it's linebackers on skates. They're going fast. They hit very hard. You take a lot of hits to the head, to the body, the whole ball of wax. Yeah. And, and you fall. Yeah. yeah. So here's the interesting thing. This is not apparently he's known by neighbors and friends and family as the nicest guy, not violent. He's 61 years old now. He goes fishing with his with his friend. They're fishing and everything's going great. And then he comes home and he starts accusing his friend of you spiked my beer. He's like, "Huh? Ah, you spiked my beer." And so he talks about spiking his beer, and he gets mad, and he starts beating on the guy with some metal like pipe three, of three some sort. Three to four-foot metal pipe, And yeah. he's breaking his leg, or disfiguring his legs. He's, he's whacking the guy in his body, and the guy calls, and he's got fractured vertebrae, and the guy calls the cops, and he gets arrested. Well, the judge has put him into mental health evaluation, which that's a smart judge, because this guy who does not have this... This type of a uh, uh, no tendency yeah, at all yeah. toward violence. No, he no he didn't. Um, uh, but but the violence on what though? I mean, no tendency toward violence. Uh, um, well, well the, the, so so the family members and folks have said that for the longest time he, he was like you said, just sweetest guy. But CTE, chronic traumatic encephalopathy, CTE <laughs> um, has the following trademarked behavior or. Typical behavior, erratic behavior, lack of impulse control, memory loss, dis- depression symptoms, all things that Pavlich was displaying. Clearly, this was an impulsive act here with this. And so the family has said it. The judge has ordered an evaluation. They're looking for obviously not biopsies of his brain, but things to um, things to see if this is something at play, if he's mentally capable of standing trial if this is something that was a volitional act or a mental health issue on his part. So uh, this is interesting to see. We're going to follow this and see what happens and uh, see what I think the judge uh, properly sent him to uh, or for some mental health evaluation. And let's hope he he gets things taken care of because what almost a hero of the United States and a guy that's probably suffering from some CTE. So we've talked about the stand your ground. Now we have Joshua from Sacramento on the line. Joshua, how can we help you? Hey, how you doing? Good, I man. Was, uh, Thanks for calling. I was uh, I was called about the, uh, the necessity law, uh, the changing of the, the the wording from reasonable to necessity for the police officers. Oh, okay. The police officers issue of the new uh, the new law that is the uh, uh, using force. Yes, and I, I I'm a California. I, I'm in California. Okay. I. I um I think that that's really dangerous for the officers, and, and our only example says this is you're changing the viewpoint from what's reasonable from from your standpoint to what's necessary to someone else's standpoint. So, your if I had a child that's uh, going to be going to college, and I said they want to go to the academy. I said no, because you are now putting your viewpoint the someone else's viewpoint as to what your life is worth yeah and i i, I think that's uh, not i, I think that uh, i hopefully i'm not the only one that sees dangerous you're saying that's dangerous joshua is that what you're trying to say for a police that's officer what I'm saying. Hey, here's the other question i have for you joshua think about this and this is what i brought up 
and my father's a former Marine, and uh, he's mentioned in the in the line of duty or in the line of fire, you have to make uh, res- you have to make very quick responses and decide things within a millisecond. And that's my only worry. I worry about is they might even make a mistake. But the point is, is it, you you don't have much time to think. So what happens? Either the other person shoots or you shoot, and if you make a mistake, then you're dead as a police officer. But again, uh, what's what's interesting that we discussed, Joshua, and maybe I'll get your take on this. The, the, the California Highway Patrol Union is for this, and so was some other police officer unions. How do we? How do you take that? Well, I'll just I'll just say this much: what exactly when they say uh, having to, the total arrangements in your life, what that's going to do is delay. You're going to delay. It. So what's going to happen is now the officers are going to delay their action based so until they can find out what the totality. Now, what's the totality? Do we need yeah. to have a Air, do we have air support to tell us what's on the ground before we know what the total situation is? Do we need to wait for other people so that the guy gets away? What is it that is now, whereas before the guy, you know, the guy would have been caught, and now we have to delay because of such as because I'm worried that someone from someone else is going to to say that what I did was not necessary. Joshua, that's a great point. Todd had a Todd, that's an excellent point. That's- I do, Joshua. So in the in the new law uh, under subdivision A4, it reads the decision that the decision by the peace officer to use force shall be evaluated from the perspective of a reasonable officer in the same situation based on the totality of the circumstances known or perceived by the officer rather than with the benefit of hindsight and that the totality of the circumstances shall account for occasions when officers may be forced to make quick judgments to use force. If, if you listen to everything that we had said here in this, that's what they wrote into the law. So they're drawing a line, but I agree with you. I We're going to have to see if this is effective the way they claim they want it. I mean, to say, in the law, even though you write it, to say hindsight won't shouldn't be used. Okay, well, how do you keep that from happening? Isn't the, isn't the whole review of an officer's action... Uh, an exercise in hindsight in and of itself. Right, and it doesn't require necessity, which is important because I think necessity is a higher standard than the reasonable officer and the totality of the circumstances. And if it had said necessity, I never would support that. Yeah, what Josh was saying is now it's just putting more scrutiny on the officer to think. Now the officer has to think even more before he responds. And I'm I'm, I'm arguing for Joshua now. He's going to have to, or she's going to have to think a lot more, and by that time, what Joshua's saying is they might be dead. Yeah, the delay, exactly. Anyway, Joshua, thanks for your call. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening to us. Good point. We we think you made a great point. The only thing that I see, just to to finish up on this here, is um, to the extent, for example, the law says you shouldn't use deadly force when you're trying to arrest somebody for a non-deadly or non-violent offense. I generally agree with that. Uh, There's another provision in the law that says you can't use deadly force when the reason for using deadly force was because the person posed a danger to themselves. Literally, I saw a police officer's cam video where they shot and killed a guy, and the justification for shooting and killing him was because he posed a danger to himself. So so you you did it for him? It made no sense at all. 
Well, and, I'm glad that's in there, yeah. Todd. And I'm so, glad that's in there. Yeah, well, so that, but, but the whole point is, I think what Josh was trying to make is, yeah. it, it we, we want to protect our officers, and now they're going to have to think twice. That's the argument. I'm not saying I agree, but I think Joshua made a good point, and that could put them in more peril or more danger. I totally agree with that. We'll be back, uh, talk more about Radio Law Talk, about the court ruling about elections. Stay tuned for Radio Law Talks coming up. You can join the conversation, too. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. 
Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Radio Law Talk. Now, back to the show. There is no cuter voice than that little girl's voice. I love that. That's the cutest voice. I like those little kid ones. We're going to have to make some more cuts of those, Cal, when we get around. Sure. Okay. We're going to talk about uh, these electoral vote issues. Now, Denise and Todd are on this. We've all talked about it. Who wants to get started on this? Which one of you? Well, I think Todd really should start out because he brings up such an interesting point about this. All right. So first thing, just a refresher on the Electoral College. A lot of people think when we vote for president that it's the popular vote that counts, and it doesn't. Under the Constitution, there is the Electoral College, which is made up, each state has a certain number of electoral votes, and that is a combination of all of the representatives, congressional and the two Senate representatives. That is the number of votes that each state has. It's equal to that number of representatives. And the elector, the person that casts the vote on behalf of the state, is not a political official is not is is not one of the representatives is not is just an individual that is solely designated to cast that vote and under the constitution the candidate who secures the majority of the electoral college votes of the state is deemed to be president because of that there are there have been at least 3 instances in our elections in recent years well well 3 instances total um, one back in the 1800s, and then two recently in 2000, and then in 2016. So that was Harrison and Tyler. Or Tipper, yeah, Tyler. Yeah. Harrison and Tyler, right, right. Where, where the candidate who received the most popular votes did not win the presidency because they did not win the electoral college vote. The electoral college went to a different candidate. In the most recent election. Uh, Donald Trump received 60, almost 63 million votes, 46% of the vote. Hillary Clinton received almost 66 million votes, 48% of the vote. But Trump was elected because he received 304 Electoral College votes versus Clinton's 227. So this has caused people to address and look at the Electoral College system. And a recent case came out about what do you do when a person who's an elector for a state does not vote for the person who won that state via the popular vote. Right, and states have set rules um, within their state, and it's a state law that applies um, saying that either they have to follow 
this popular vote or they don't have to follow the popular vote. So it's, many states are different. So, yeah, that's correct. But what's what we I want to back up electoral college. What that means is these individuals represent a certain district. So let's say one city has uh, an individual that will vote there, the electoral uh, the vote for that general area, or at least that person is elected in congressional be, district. Yeah, congressional district. Yeah, they, they they represent that district as the person that's going to vote for that that area. Kyle. Yeah, and there are five thirty eight yeah. electors. Yeah, yeah. In and, all the states. and historically, historically, for the most part, the elector will always cast the vote for the candidate that won the popular vote in that area. So if, for example, let's say California, Clinton won California's popular vote, so all of the electoral college votes in California went to Clinton because she won the popular vote. And that's another issue that's that's being discussed in all of this, is whether the electors should be parsed out proportionally or by winner-take-all, because 48 states right now have a winner-take-all. If one person wins the popular vote, they get all of the electoral votes from that. And Trump's strategy was to go after every state's electoral vote that he could, get the winner-take-all, and tip the balance, regardless of the popular vote. And he's not the only one to have done that. And and the issue here is, under Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution, that sets up the and you're whole talking the United States. United States Constitution yeah. that sets up the whole electoral college system. It was okay. We're they they said we're going to use the electoral college, but each state is free to decide on their own how they're going to choose electors and what guidance they're going to give and how they vote. It's it's not a federal function to go in and tell the states how their electoral votes work it is up to the individual states and so you have at least two that have uh, a portion amount i think was it nebraska new hampshire something like that colorado has done a portion and and the rest of them are winner take all states so this case that just came out recently denise you no i was going to say there's one exception to the state which is dc dc has three uh, electoral votes as well yes so washington dc is treated kind of like a state so so the long and short of it is if you're a candidate and you get 270 electoral college votes you win the presidency because that's more than that's more than 50 percent uh, or, or that is your 50 percent margin so you're the one that wins um so what happened in colorado so what what happened is that an issue arose where a an elector didn't necessarily want to vote for the person that won that state this is Colorado. This is Colorado, and the judge. This was this was brought up to the federal level, and on the federal level, the court said that the individual was not bound by the by the electoral college vote. Okay, let let me back up. I want to back by the, up by the popular back vote to vote that way. They they could still vote however they wanted. So let me back this up. So this was in Colorado, mm-hmm. and it was in 2016 vote, and it was Hillary Clinton that that that, that Colorado uh, was supposed to vote for due to the fact the popular vote was for Hillary Clinton. And like you said, this individual went rogue and went and voted for one of the Republicans. Voted for John Kasich. Yeah, John Kasich. Now he was ish- not a candidate at the time. Yeah, here's the issue, though. So so if you back up and see what the rule is here about the electorates, whether or not they have to vote or not for what the majority of that state voted on, a 1952 Supreme Court ruling 
remember, noted on this same issue with a twist, but I'm going to say on the same issue, that states do not violate the Constitution when they require their electoral electors, electors to pledge that they are going to abide by the popular vote. So the Supreme Court held that they have to pledge to do that. Don't forget, the justices, though, never said whether or not it's constitutional to enforce this. It's a pledge with no penalty. That's exactly yes. right. And so everyone brings up the 1952 thing, and, and sure enough, they argued that, and the, and the justice said uh, there's no nothing there that says they have to enforce it, and they don't have to enforce it, and therefore this person was in their right to vote their conscience doesn't matter what their electoral, all the people out there voted in Colorado. And it also means that voters have to find a reliable elector, and that's usually done through the party process. The electors are generally nominated by the political parties themselves, so it's up to the parties to find a reliable elector, which should foster greater political involvement, wouldn't you think? Uh, it, it should. It yeah. should. You would think it so. Should. You would hope so. Um, right? In the Colorado case, um, I think the importance was that they actually removed that elector, so he didn't follow the popular vote. He voted for a non-candidate, and then they removed him as elector. So that was the penalty that was given. And they took and they tried to take his vote and said, "No, it's Hillary Clinton." And so that's when the lawsuit occurred. Back. This has been going on since 2016, and uh, oh. 2016, yeah. yes, and and it's still just coming up to the appellate court right now. If if the vote had come down to a one or two vote electoral college margin, and this was the swing, this would be a much bigger issue, obviously, than it is right now. It's still a big issue, but um, yeah, and, and there are some states right now, at least uh, what 16 of the states have entered into what's called the National Popular Vote Interstate Compact, right. which is a compact where once they get states that accumulate 270 votes, it would go into effect, and the agreement is that those states would cast all of their electoral college votes for the candidate that got the most popular votes nationwide. Oregon has joined in on that. Yes. That's, that's, that's and, Washington, and Washington Supreme Court just recently said, did the exact opposite of what this federal appellate court yep. did, but I think they're going to be overturned. It's going to go to the Supreme Court. It has to go. They're split in the jurisdictions. All right, now it's time for quick takes. We'll start off with Mr. Cunin. What's your quick take? Uh, Mr. Avenatti, I'm going to quote Stinger the Maverick in Top Gun. Son, your ego is writing checks your body can't cash. Denise, what's yours? <laughs> I say don't back down. Stand your ground. Not. Better to back down or face criminal conviction. There you go. Fred? Well, I'm Avenatti again. Avenatti, next time you want to write a demand letter to Nike, make sure you say the following. We demand $25 million. Let us know if you agree. That's it. <laughs> We're going to be back next week, Pacific time, 9 to, five, 9, 9 to noon. <laughs> Not nine to five. That's a long time. <laughs> hey, thanks for joining us. I'm Fred Penny, your host of Radio Law Talk. We have a lot of fun, and we're, you're going to learn something. Join us next week. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated.
liberties. So why are you letting other people tell you what's best for your health care? Exercise your freedom with Liberty Health Share. Liberty Health Share is a community of people who voluntarily share one another's medical costs. Members are able to take back the freedom to make their own decisions about their health care. Stop letting others tell you what to do. Call us at 855-58-LIBERTY for more information or check us out online at libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. To thank you for helping build my pillow into the big company that it's become, Mike Lindell, the inventor and CEO, has created the new radio listener special. Go to mypillow.com, click on the new radio listener special, use my promo code USA, and you can get deep discounts on the new body pillow, on regular my pillow, the travel pillows, the Giza Dreams bed sheets, lots of savings there. MyPillow.com, use promo code USA and save on everything on the website. 